0: I don't know how many of you have ever been on a rock and roll tour, but I'm sure a lot of you have been on road trips, and you know how shitty it can be, stuck in a car, all day, all night, how exhausting it is, and how tiresome, and, and how quickly boredom and insanity, borderline insanity, can set in, so... To understand what it's like to be in a touring band, you have to take that weekend road trip that you took that one time to Vermont or to California or to Joshua Tree or fucking Florida, I don't know, and multiply that by 30. Do that every day, day in, day out, day in, day out, time and time again. We had a six-hour drive today oh tomorrow's only five hours not too bad so as a touring musician and someone who's done those drives a million times over maybe not a million but enough i understand what it means to have a warm bed and uh, you know a warm couch maybe a home-cooked meal something that isn't fucking taco bell Uh, And so I, in turn, try and extend the offer whenever I can to whomever I can. And most of my friends in bands and most of my friends who manage bands or book bands know that my wife and I have a pretty open-door policy, which leads to this podcast. I figure if we're going to be opening our doors letting people sleep in our beds and washing sheets and towels so they have clean sheets to sleep on and clean towels to dry themselves with and my wife's gonna be in the kitchen cooking them a fresh home cooked meal that's usually fucking top notch that I should get something in return right usually I get a record they give me a record which is cool often I pay for it but sometimes I'll just say okay that's cool um but, uh yeah, this podcast, The People on My Floor, that's exactly who we're talking to. The people who are staying on our floor. So I can promise no regularity because sometimes there aren't that many bands coming through town. Uh, but I hope we'll have a couple of episodes a month. I don't know. Some conversations will run longer than others. Some will be short. Some, like the one you're about to listen to, are pretty long. Mm, but hopefully... I can provide some insight into what makes these people get in the van <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> uh, for months at a time and weeks at a time and eat Taco Bell and sleep on floors. Um, and hopefully we can have some cool conversations with some cool people and, and hopefully you enjoy it. So that's, that's the nexus of the people on my floor. Um, and our first guest didn't, in fact, stay on our floor because they live a town over in Durham. Um, But uh, I wanted to have them come over because it's someone I respect mightily, uh, Kim Register of the Durham band Lomelands, who just put out a record, which is fantastic, and I highly recommend you check it out. Um, Kim runs, owns, and operates the Pinhook, which is one of the most vital and important clubs in the area, if not the country, Um, check it out, please. I don't check it out enough because I've become a complete hermit and a homebody Um, because I have a house now, which is awesome, so I like hanging out in it. Uh, But please check out Pinhook, Check out Loamlands. Um, after the interview, we'll play a song from the new album. And yes, thank you very much for listening along on this, the inaugural podcast, the people on my floor. Please enjoy my conversation with Kim Register of Loamlands. Okay, we are here, or I'm here. I've been here, and we have Kim Regis- Register. Yeah, that's right. Um, of Lomelands, is here with us all the way from Durham. Uh, so while technically this is a podcast of people who are sleeping on my floor, uh, Kim's just hanging out on my floor um, as she lives to one town over. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Welcome
0: to the record room.
1: <laughs> I could take a nap on your floor at any point.
0: That's possible. Go for it. Go for it. Um, yeah, I've, I haven't done it yet, I, um, but I've, you know as, a, as someone who's torn around a lot, I I could fall asleep in a lot of very uncomfortable situations.
1: Right. Uh,
0: And usually in cat houses.
1: Like with uh, carpet structures around? Is that what you mean?
0: No, just houses (laughs) that have a lot of cats. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know what it is, and I guess it's the fact that anybody who would put up a band full of six people at a moment's notice. Yeah. It's probably cleanliness is not going to be their first...
1: Or they like to hoard uh, things that will pay attention to them? Right. Which are people that have been on the road. <laughs> right. You know. Oh, what do you do? Oh, how are you, how are you? Do- tell me something. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. So yeah. So um, yeah. Come hang out with us, and we're gonna keep you. Uh, we're gonna keep you awake and occupied all night because you're this new novelty to us. And I'm just <laughs> like, dude, we want to fucking sleep. Man. Yeah. We drove nine hours and just played a show.
1: Right. There's either that or there's, like, yo, what's up? Like, I literally just want to hear something other than, like, a really dumb fart joke from this guy that I'm <laughs> touring with or, like, sending selfies to each other in the band. Like, something. <laughs> yeah. So you have to know about the news, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell, yeah, exactly. Tell me what's happening in the real world. Yeah, for sure. All right, so you have a new record out. Yeah. What's it called?
1: It's called... Oh, well, it got me for a second. <laughs> um, it's called Sweet High Rise. Sweet High Rise. Yeah.
0: And so Lomelands is... I, is you or is the band? Is it both? Is it I it's mean we were just talking about Bonnie Vare? Is it he's Justin? Justin is Bonnie Vare, but it's also the band. Is it
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's really amorphous, man. Like we have me and Will uh Hackney uh-huh. started it like pretty soon after Midtown Dickens, which is another band I was in, yes. or we were both in. Yep. Um and so after that it was like, let's start another band. Okay, cool. And so we just started writing music. Um and then I write all the songs, like all the I come with, like, a raw product, you know? I'm like, Will, what's up? I have this idea. Right. And then he's, like, really good at, like, making it sound like a catchier version of what I wrote, (laughs) you know? Yeah. He's like, I really like, he listens to a lot of soul music and stuff, so he's got, like, super hooky brain. Okay. You know? Oh, yeah. He's like, all right, well, what if we just did the same thing three times right here, (laughs) you know? And And it sounds really good, whereas if you leave me alone, you know, I'll just, like, wander off into the distant you know, Philip Glass style, just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Right. Um so yeah, it's me and Will. And then um
0: Which I do catch a vibe from on the new record. I was thinking, I was listening to it and um I was thinking like Loretta Lynn meets the war on drugs. (laughs) And like it's that war on drugs like Kraut Rocky, like we're just gonna dig into this groove and we're gonna chill right the fuck here. Yeah. And we'll meet you at the end.
1: Totally. I mean that when you have Brad uh also, Brad Cook, also like right. producing and like hanging out all the time. Like he loves the groove, you know. Yeah. Bass player vibes, just like, nah, man.
0: Let's just let's just hang out for a minute. Why go to E when we could stay at G?
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and okay. Then, yeah, and then a bunch of other people that just like filter. And we have the rhythm section of like Chapel Hill and Durham. My friend Collier, uh, they do a lot on there. So cool. It's just like who can come, you know?
0: Whoever's available.
1: Yeah, pretty much. We have a pretty cool. Uh, uh, pocket to choose from here. Yeah, you know?
0: as I'm as I'm finding out um uh, more and more now that I'm kind of stationary. Which yeah, it's cool because you know my first year and a half here I was pretty much gone the whole time.
1: Oh yeah, it's not a way to live here.
0: No, and now <laughs> I, you know, and I knew that you know this was such a fertile scene, and living here, um you know, realizing just it's crazy.
1: It's it's nuts. Like the
0: wealth of talent. And I, I and tell me what you think about this, because okay, I right, have right. A, a good friend of mine who grew up in the deep south and it might be the same here. I don't know because I don't know if these people are from here or transplants, but the culture, the southern culture is very different from the northern culture. Here we go. In that. No, there's a compliment. No, 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 <laughs> no, I know. I just
1: like, all right, we're
2: getting into here these questions go.
0: now. The southern in, in that. <laughs> Musicianship is so much more valued down here than it is where I come from. Where I come from, it's oh, you have a guitar? Let's start a band. But I don't know how to play the guitar. It's fine, we'll just play punk rock or hardcore. Whereas and and a friend of the friend of mine who I've had this conversation with many times is, you know, he's described it as like, if you can't play well, and he's from Louisiana, mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, he grew up in muscle shoals. He's like a so it's like, if you can't play well, nobody's gonna play with you. So get good. And I kind of feel like that's the same vibe here.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't... I think that's bunk. Well... <laughs> like, I don't... I mean, yeah, maybe you do to too. To a lesser extent. I mean, what, um, is that you? I don't know. I
0: sorry. No, it's all good.
1: Um, I won't FaceTime this person right now.
0: That's good. <laughs> um, but to, to 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 a lesser... Because, again, you're talking about Muscle Shoals. He's a Nashville guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but... I mean, Go
1: on. I just think like genre specific for sure. Like there's, I mean, I grew up when I started playing music here, I was in a parking lot with some, you know, can I curse on this podcast? Yeah. With some fucking bullshit (laughs) guitar that like my granddad gave me that I like painted a white out daisy on. Like it was like not cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and my friend Catherine didn't know what she was doing either. And we, our first record is literally like bottle caps on a skateboard. You know, and mm-hmm. granted, we didn't like blow up <laughs> or anything, but punk is alive and well and has been in North Carolina for a long time too. It's just like what supersedes it in like the public eye is like beautiful, wonderful bands like His Gold Messenger or like, you know, uh, I don't know, Willie T, William Tyler, like all, like all these people that are like, I'm not just trying to name merge bands here. <laughs> but yeah, there is an element in certain circles of like, knowing how to do your thing and then you can like play in so many different bands. And that happens in the triangle at the time, like Phil cook, like Nick Sanborn, like all these guys. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't, I, I feel like Durham is a lot like Olympia, um, Washington in this way where like, there's a, there's a ton of queerness. There's a ton of punk. There's a ton of like people picking shit up and like making songs like what Catherine and I wrote a song about Tetris. And it was, like, the video game and being naked and getting electrocuted. Like, it was, like, it wasn't, like, hey, like, know what? you are, like, two notes, right. you know? Right. It seems to be the vibe of, like, the quote-unquote music scene now right. in, like, the Triangle area. But there are bands, like, fu- like, fucking Naked Naps or, like, and they know what they're doing, too. I can't even, like, <laughs> you're right. Okay, they know what they're doing. But there are just a lot of, like, punk bands and a lot of other bands that are, like, that have the girls rock vibe of like, hey, whatever, as long as you're doing something right. and it's personal, right? it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel that vibe too. I know that like DC has the more punk, like it's like DC punk scene and like da, da, da.
0: started on DC. Yeah, I,
1: I would I love to. I
0: have a lot of beef with DC. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. I have a lot of beef. You're going to go into it? Nope. All right. Nope. A little bit. Uh Fuck DC
0: pretty much <laughs> pretty much i've never i've never encountered and this is coming from someone who's toured around the country five dozen times i've never seen a more inclusive to a fault scene than dc oh
1: like everything's cool like everything goes no
0: like oh we only play with other dc bands sorry like it's like we don't you know So yeah yeah try this other club but like you know or like just 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 not a scene that's willing to help out Okay. Unless, Word. unless you're, unless you're in, right through something else through whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, it's funny because it's like, well, you know, it's DC in 2016 or 17. Like this isn't like Discord Records. Like, it's, right. It's a different world, you know. And and uh, DC is one of the cities of the thousands of shows I've booked that I've we we stopped playing in DC. Because it was so difficult and so fruitless too.
1: Wow. Uh, Yeah. Like uninclusive.
0: Totally, but unless you're a DC band.
1: Yeah, and also though, like think like if you, as a queer person, like, like I've always wondered like I've been doing this thing where I'm throwing my peace signs around a lot lately where I'm just like, I mean no harm. (laughs) But, um, that is also bullshit. (laughs) Um, I, I always wondered, and I always wonder what it's like to be a white man playing music because I am a, I am a white human and I know that that is privilege, but I'm also queer and there's like community and queerness. And so, and there's community and punk and there's community and anti-folk and genres, but as an identity and as a, as a queer human that, has identified as a woman before. I'm like, hey, what's up, girls rock f- friends? You know? Right. Like, give me a show in DC. And then like our girls rock crew is like, yeah, what's up? Come have a show in DC. Yeah. Or like, well, like, I don't know, like, what's that? I went to DC for these protests that just happened, which is fucking nuts.
0: We went to Charlotte. Did you really? Absolutely.
1: Oh, for the inauguration? Or? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Popping off. Yeah. DC was nuts. And I was in Whole Foods and I saw what the fuck Betsy I think is her name from um I could be wrong but uh the x members no what what are they called oh xx yeah totally x members is a Durham yeah I know god I'm not a spokesperson (laughs) um but I saw her and I was just like yo what's up and like remembered her from playing at the pinhook and then like was like oh yeah I remember you you're like a queer human you're badass and like we talked for a while and I was like, yeah, there's that connection, you know? And I was like, I'm sure I could actually ask you for a show or like Sadie or like Waxahachie, like all these people, there's that community. So I wonder like as a white man, like being like, what's up, can I have a show? Like you, there's like an automatic, like it's, there's an automatic, like as a person that books for a club, there's like an automatic non-inclusiveness. Right. And I've I am just sitting here and <laughs> admitting that yeah. like I'll see like a group of white men I'll be like something's got to give other than that you know because right. if I see a group of queer humans I'm like cool I'm gonna take a little longer and I'm gonna listen to their right. music right
0: that's w- legit I mean well <laughs> I mean, that's 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 a big question or a big <laughs> a big statement I yeah mean, totally I, I agree I mean and I think it's the, it's the weird like fine line you have to walk of like. um, Would I love to be in a band full of, you know, black, white, brown, queer men, women? Sure. yeah. Do I surround myself with those people? Or, no, I shouldn't say that. Am I surrounded by those people? Mm -hmm. No, not necessarily. Yeah, I would love to be. You know what I mean? And there are a lot of those people in my life. But, like, just having grown up where I grew up, you know, going to the college I went to and the scenes that I kind of... Got into, you know, totally. I mean, and when I turn around and I look at my band, you know, we have a, a woman in our band who's amazing. I mean, she's, and she is the, one of the baddest asses I know, one of the most powerful people I know. And just a fucking woman who deals with being in a van with five dudes. Yeah. For months at a Bless time. Bless her heart. To- <laughs> I mean, people speak, I've said that in interviews a hundred times over, like Catherine is, is the, the toughest Part person in this band because yeah. she deals with our bullshit, you know, dick jokes for fucking three weeks Yo. at a time, <laughs> farting in her face, you know, like just like fun times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like shit that guys find fun. But, but I, 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 totally agree. And as, as someone who 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 books a venue, I, 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 I you know, you want to be more inclusive, but at the same time, is like when does it become exclusive? Totally, you know. And it's 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 weird because it's this weird turning point that we're at at music in in music and yeah. in, you know like and it's great it's a great fucking turning point to be at like i wouldn't you know um but again i it's just uh, you know are it's weird because it's like are you going to i don't want to use the term affirmative action but like
1: I almost did that too, actually. I was like, well, no, I almost said something dumber, like (laughs) like reverse racism. I was just like, no, that's just not a thing. You can't do that. Right.
0: But like I don't wanna ever get to the point where I am like actively looking for, you know, a gender queer person to be in my band. If a if if I encounter somebody who I vibe with and you know what I mean? Much the same way I don't want to be actively looking for a fucking white guy to be in my band. You know, it's like um, the only people I want to be in my band are are black rhythm players because they can just do things that we can. That oh my we, god! Oh my god! You <laughs> no, I mean, it's I, like Not I've, touching I, it. I've reached. Well, no, no, don't please <laughs> if you don't if you don't want. But no, I, I've you know I've played with with people who grew up in the church, yeah, and people who grew up with soul music, and it's just it's just a different vibe, and it it, it comes from the buttoned up white punk rock uh-huh. thing that. There's so many fucking rules. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many rules to everything. And I, I hated that growing up. And I still hate it. Yeah. Like, why can't I, you know, one of my favorite records of all time is the Cardigans. And when I was growing up and into, you know, hardcore and punk rock, you know, I was a faggot. Quote unquote, because I listened to the cardigans. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, Well why you know, why? You're probably a pretty cool, faggot. Well, it was totally cool, faggot. <laughs> you know? uh, but like that was like that was, you know, people you know, and, and like and, and and one thing I always had trouble reconciling was like you guys are outcasts too. Like you're you're in punk rock. Like you're not cool.
1: Yeah, and it's just like there's always that shit within movements that are within groups of people. There's always othering and there's always you know I don't know. What you said was pretty interesting. It's like, and this is a whole nother, this is a a, (laughs) man. This is like, all right, you got, what are you like? I'll start drinking. (laughs) Um, But like, it's like you have, as a person who has privilege, right. And this is my whole perspective of being like a white, like a socioeconomically and economically, like privileged human, like grew up in a cul de sac. You know, like yeah. my mom was a businesswoman, it was like, you can do anything you want to do, <laughs> but like, didn't tell me <laughs> Did what she it, really sound like. that? Oh, worse, man, or I mean, better, I guess. Is what like, she's, she's southern as hell. Um, you know, but I didn't know what a feeling was until I was like 28. Right. You know, <laughs> it's right. like, I'm sad or mad, or fine. Yeah. <laughs> eating
0: your uh, mashed potatoes. That was mashed potatoes. Yeah, that was, was <laughs> totally, and, like,
1: <laughs> chicken. Um, but, like, yeah, like, I ha- I'm i doing this with, like, the penhook. Like, I'm like, I have to, I want more people, of, I want it to be more, like, inclusive of, like, people of color, queer folks, like, all, but I looked around one day and I was like, there's just a lot of punk men that work here. Because, man, they just have that, I mean... They just wanted the job, you know. They came first, and they were like, yo. And I was like, yeah, dude. um, But I have to be more, like, I have to go out and act and be like, yo. Like, I'm going to try trans people of color. I'm going to put their resume at the top of the list because they are people that don't get to the top of anything generally. So, like, you have to actually make that effort of, like, and it's not a handout. It's just like, no, I'm just trying to be conscious of, like, I see what I see first, you right, know?
0: Right. Well, right. and that's, and that's as, and feel free to have some peppers. Emily just put out some God. roasted peppers with don't uh worry. sea salt, but that's as a, uh, that's as, uh, an employer. Yeah. And, but- and I should say that, that you own and operate the Pinhook, which is one of my favorite bars, even though I don't come there that often anymore because I don't <laughs> drink that much anymore as I, as I'm nursing a, my third Jameson <laughs> of the night. Um, uh, now that we have a home, Emily and I are, are hardcore homebodies. I love um, that. But the Pinook is one of my favorite bars around. It's one of my favorite places to play. We played there a couple times. Oh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, so just so people listening understand, like, when you say that, you're talking about the bar that you own and operate. Oh, yeah. Which is a wholly inclusive... Um, I mean, one of the first things I noticed, obviously, which I'm sure a lot of people noticed, was the, the, the genderless bathrooms. Yeah. You know? Uh, and it's not a one... Toilet thing, there are stalls, <laughs> it's but it's awkward just sometimes for some people. Totally, yep. I remember when we first—totally sh- true story. I remember when we first showed up. Scott, our saxophone player, was like, "I gotta take a dump," because we had been on—we t- were coming from somewhere far. We had driven like nine hours to get here from like Nashville or something. And he's like, "I gotta take a dump." I'm like, "Fucking go for it." He's like, "These are like, there's chicks in there." I'm like, yeah. "Well, fucking so what, dude? Like, get to- <laughs> you gotta shit, you gotta shit, man, go for it." Um yeah it's not it's not always pretty
1: like right. it might be progressive but it's not always pretty <laughs> you know well,
0: That's I mean that t- few truer statements right <laughs> So go on so you were saying So yeah so okay uh, and right and I and I totally agree because you your point of those are the people who don't have a voice you know Right So so it's it's not your job to elevate them or yeah. you, or but it's your your duty.
1: Well, I wouldn't I also even wouldn't say elevate. I'd just be like, yo, I'm just trying to destroy the bullshit lens that I've been looking through. Like it's my own shit, right? right? It's like taking it away from me. I'm like, I I need to know what kind of agency I have, and I need to know what kind of like power I have and how much bullshit that is and like what I've been given, you know? And then I need to try to destroy that power structure in any way I can. And the only way by doing that is by like taking white people out of the way or taking people of privilege out of the way or taking men out of the way or taking, like, cul-de-sac kids out of the way and being like, right. I'm just out of your way. Now you can step up and do whatever you want because I'm out of your way. Right. It's not like, here's my hands," you know? It's like, you do what you want, but I'm going to remove myself as a barrier. Right. Right?
0: And, yeah, no, that's... And and one, one of the things that I've, you know, in in kind of as... They're good, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> as, uh, as time has progressed and things have gone on i mean the one thing i've been telling people and i've been trying to do myself and Mm -hmm. and you know full disclosure i grew up in a predominantly white town i went to a predominantly white college where'd you grow up i grew up on the jersey shore oh word one black kid in my high school
1: god that's crazy one and a half
0: i'm sorry um i went to villanova Mm -hmm. which is you know very as a as a durhamite very similar to duke
1: Uh uh-huh great basketball team
0: Great basketball team, (laughs) private, Uh very very wealthy kids from New Jersey and New York, um, and very very what? Yeah, you know. So it wasn't until I met Emily. Well, and then I moved to New York, and you know things happen in New York because it's New York. But it wasn't until I met Emily, um, who was part of a, uh, a busing program in Charlotte to integrate schools. Weird. So she grew up on a nicer side of town. She got bused to one of the worst parts, West Charlotte um and she went to high school like in a, in a in a rough school and it was a it was a program that her parents wanted her to be involved with because they were you know very progressive and it's awesome and it wasn't really until I met her um that I kind of you know not not saw the other side but really saw as family as people who now I consider my family and and what they kind of went through because for whatever reason I just lived in a heterosexual white yeah. world yeah I mean
1: because we self-segregate all the time right. I mean queers do it t- I mean people do it too in every single group right right like
0: and then I got into the music business the yeah. indie rock business yeah which is incredibly heterosexual yeah white. like it's <laughs> tell just, me it, it, tell
1: me about it ex-
0: exactly it's just white straight white guys
1: yeah is, a lot of them are, are so awesome totally <laughs> yeah.
0: um so you know and, and and the one thing kind of going on and and, and talking to people and dealing with you know a lot of my friends, I'm like just, just the best thing you can do. You know, as a a white guy or a white woman or a straight person or or whoever as a person of the majority, mm-hmm. just shut the fuck up, yo, and listen.
1: Oh my god, I love that just that sh- you said that to. I love that. I just love that.
0: Just sh- Shut up. Yeah. You know, like, well, here's my opinion on Colin Kaepernick. I don't know if you watch football, but. Yeah. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, just listen to what the guy has to say. Just shut up.
1: Yeah. You can talk amongst yourself if you want, you know? Like, you got a little crew of people that want to talk about it that's, like, you know, needs to get some venting out. Y'all do it. That's why they have things like white caucuses, you know? And that's why they have, and they're okay, you know? Like, yeah, talk amongst white people about your white issues. You know what I mean? Like,
0: But but yeah, I mean that's like you know just just what is what what's the issue that that you have like as a I I mean because I don't even know and and I'll I'll admit you know that that gender Mm -hmm. is the thing that can not confuses me but it's the thing I understand the least Uh Um, uh, sexuality I get you know Um, every you know everything. You'd be hard pressed to find a more open person, more open mind. I know I, I sound like it. Donald Trump when I say that. I'm I, the most open minded person. It's going to f- be
1: fantastic. <laughs> it's it's going to be my
0: open mind is, is the best. <laughs> I have the biggest open mind. But so, <laughs> so, so yeah, tell me that. <laughs> so, we Emily and I actually were on a, a conference call today because I do that shit with my wife. We have conference calls. Uh, somebody said, uh, what did he say, Em? Yeah, how are you doing? He said- ha- yeah we said, how are you doing? He said, OTT. Other than Trump, I'm good. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm OTT. Um, so going back to your record and the band and everything, like right, how, right. how does? Well, explain to me first your 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 role in gender. What what? How I
1: identify like as a as a gender nonconforming human yes. and what that means. Yes. Maybe okay, cool. <laughs> um, I can definitely do that. It's confusing. A lot of times when you don't feel like when you don't want to experience something also or when you don't experience something, it's confusing as fuck, right. you know? And so like when you're like, if you're like, I'm a cis white man, which do you know what that means? Yes. Okay, so I'm a cis white man. I like identify with my gender. Like then you don't have to experience it. And that's like legit. And then it's like, yeah, ask a question, which is dope because, you know, how else are you going to understand it? Because if you're moving through the world, like the world wants you to move through it. Right. Then it's a lot easier. And so like, um, for me, like there's, there's so much in that. I think gender is one of the most, um, it's, it's like the smoking cigarettes of like, um, oppression <laughs> whatever, like the system that is like something that you don't have to understand unless you're identifying or like going through gender nonconformity or like, uh, it's so confusing. I, d- I kind of don't want to say anything I- offensive right now because I can. Right. But Because everyone deals with it. Like, women who identify as women but then don't want to be, like, submissive, you know? Or women who identify, like, the whole, like, yeah, right? I Fuck yeah. <laughs> um,
0: this is why I married her.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's a beautiful thing. Like, people who, gender is cool as a system. It's, like, a fine thing to do. But if we were allowed to fuck with it more without offending anyone or, like, freaking people out then uh then that would be the ideal
0: right so it'd be a lot better place if we could not offend everybody yeah <laughs>
1: so out. if you could wear like like tight pants and like walk around with your like be more submissive as a man you know like that would be cool like right. that would be awesome but that would also that's fucking with gender to you right so one thing that like gender nonconformity for me does like i go by they them pronouns mm-hmm. um that's really hard for a lot of people and which is hilarious to me cuz i'm like just it's not even not grammatically correct right. like you got this right. dude um but i do that and i decided to do that because i was like the destruction of this gender like uh binary is exactly what needs to happen sure and to do that you have to introduce another thing like another way of being called like they them <clears throat> there was like z here and all these like pronouns that people were using um. Before they them and I guess some people still use them, but it's basically, it's 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 really hard when, gen- like growing up having to wear a skirt, right? <laughs> um,
0: in the uh, southern family with the mashed potatoes, yeah, with, yeah.
1: So in the Easter service, that the only thing you go to is the Easter right. service. Right. That's right.
0: it. Yeah, we did midnight mass God. in my Italian <laughs> Catholic family. And that was it. We'll see you in 364 days. Yeah, later. It. Church for a day. That's
1: right. Man, but, it, like, it's just, it, it, gender means so much. Like, as a woman, like, when you say the word woman, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, like, you're going to be asked to be married. Like, you're going to be opposed to, you right. know? Right. That's going to happen. Right. You're going to get paid less. Right. Like, all of these things, like, to dress up, it, it's even, like, still a slacks dress up is, like, without some cleavage showing. It's right. like, not. you know, like... It just means so much. And so,
0: well, it's funny you say that about getting married and being proposed to and stuff because I'm going, well, you know, we're married, but I stress to Emily, you know, if you want to take my name, go for it. Yeah, yeah. But don't fucking for a second feel like you have to take my name. Right. I want our kids to have my name because, and this is a weird fact, but since my mother died, I'm the only person in the world with my name. What? Yeah. My last name is Venetola Montavani.
1: Oh, my God. I believe it.
0: Right. So my sister got married. She took her husband's name. My mother died. And so my mother took my father's name because she was a badass feminist, you know, totally fucking bra burning like, you know. Um, and when she was married to my father in the 70s, she was like, you know, I'm not fucking taking your name. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I will take your name, but I'm, I'm keeping my name. Uh, so <clears throat> when my sister got married and took her husband's name it was me and my mother, we're the only Vinitolo Montavani's. When well, I died, I'm the only one left. So I'd like our kids to have my name just because of that fact. But again, like we're married. So, so now you're like, you belong to me. Like, I don't like.
1: It, yeah. And what do you do with a practice like that? Like, that's the question. Like, do you destroy it? Like, how do you deal with it? Like, that's all another other fucking thing we know. Like, like, queer marriage or gay marriage, it's like you're entering into an oppressive system. Right. It inevitably is about ownership. Right. And exclusion. So, like, what do you do? Like, do you, like, we're going to get married? But, yeah, because you want your kids to, like, have the same, you know, like, legal rights to mm-hmm. your kids. And, like, when, shit.
0: and, and, and the, the, the construct of, like, when, you know, when there's a gay marriage as as, you know, as basic as it sounds, like, well, who's the who's the guy? Like which which one of you is the man? Oh my
1: like, god, my mom has said that so many
0: times. But that that comes from like, well, what well, that means like, well, which one of you is going to take the other one's name? Which one of you is, you know, right. going to make more right. money? Which right. one of you is going to
1: So gender is an oppressive th- system. It's a power structure and it's so subversive. Like you can barely you can barely tell, right. you know? And and that's why I think like they them and like gender obstruction and like do not like doing everything you can to have a conversation around it is important cuz gender exists and that's fine you can be as fly femme as you want <laughs> to be you can be as like stone butch or like masculine all that shit happens but it's like the questioning of it right. is the important part because you don't want to roll through the, like the toy store and be like yo that's like for the girl and that's for the boy that is so that is so mind numbing right. you know about identity politics
0: right and now here's where i get hung up Tell me all about it well, I get hung up in a lot of different places, but one of the places I get hung up uh, is you say like in the toy store you know like with with kids and stuff um i i it's hard for me to wrap my head around. and again I'm treading lightly around what I'm saying here because there's no such thing as right or wrong right in, in super
1: conversation
0: right in most in most endeavors in life there really is no such thing as right or wrong uh, wow i
1: hear like a, a white cis man say that it's awesome too
0: it's true <laughs> it's i mean it's, rules. it's true it's uh, you know like yeah dude is it wrong if you fucking shit on my front doorstep yeah that's wrong right that's wrong but you know if you have a kid that wants to wear dresses and stuff great i'm, I'm all for it dude if my kid wants to take ballet class Fucking
1: awesome.
0: And it's a guy or Oh, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. I don't you know, as long as as long as my kid is happy and healthy, and again, I don't have kids, but you know, I what what do I care? But what what you know what kind of throws me off is 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 how parents are adopting very early sexual and gender identity. Mm. And, you know, you see these kids on the cover of National Geographic who are like well this is jenny but he was Gene, but he's 7 years old like and that's kind of where i get hung up because jenny doesn't even know if he's into trucks or transformers or barbies yet uh-huh let alone something as big as gender identity you know i, I feel like it's it's being foisted in a way
1: but it's but this is such a good this is i have this same like it's not the same but I have a different issue with parents forcing a gender onto a kid. Sure. Right? Like or forcing genderlessness onto a kid. I don't under I don't I don't know what to do. No. <laughs> like I want a kid and I don't know what to do. <laughs> um but like is gender that big? Like is a kid being like Jean being like, yo, I actually want to be Jenny right now. Is is that big? No. It's big to the rest of the world. That kid's gonna get some shit depending on where they live, right? But like there have to be those people that that make it normal. Right. Like your kid wants to wear a skirt, cool, but then like he wants to go by Jenny, she wants to go by Jenny, like like why do we place so much emphasis on that? Totally. You know? Yeah. Because it's it's actually not that Im- that's a thing, man. Gender's actually not that important except it's- for for people to to sell you shit. Right. right. That's it, like.
0: Well, speaking sociologically. Okay biologically, I, that's another point where well, I that's get on up. Sec. That's your sex. Right.
1: You're like, no one's being like, yo, gene, like, let's go have some reassignment surgery right, right now. Like that's.
0: And that's where I've gotten hung up in the past too, but someone recently not explained to me cause I know the fucking difference, but pointed out to me that that's the difference between gender and sex.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's thank God for women's studies. 101. Right. Like that's when I learned that shit. Right. Like, I was like 18. Sex class, is binary. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know there, or it's and or like, right. But it's also like, you know, you have intersex people, you right. have people, but like, yes, in, mostly. Right.
0: In a, in a, in rarer, rarer instances. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, 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 and there is a point of that where I think is a little, there's a little bit of trendism there where some people are like, I don't identify with the sex. And, and that's kind of where I get a hung up too. Cause like, well, you kind of have to, and again, if you're born a, a man and you want to be a woman, more power to you. I, I support you one hundred percent. If you're born a woman, you want to be a man. I said, su- but the sex thing is where I kind of get hung up. So I don't know if you could explain that. To me. I
1: don't. I don't know if I can
0: either. Or if you can. You know, but you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like- there's men and there's women. Uh huh. There's not really a third option. Gender. I get. Well, no, I, I, don't, I don't. Well,
1: get. then there's gender, male and female, which is men and women. Like. Right. And there are people, I guess. The, the the Pisces of me, like, it just pulls out of all that and being like, why does it fucking matter? Why does it matter? But, like, but it does. And so, fuck that. Like, right. that's privilege. But, <laughs> just check your shit. But, yeah. yeah, I don't, I think that they're, like, this, the sex is only important for reproduction, right? right. Is exactly. that, like, literally, or like finding you if you
0: kill 5,000 people, right? Or one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, and that's where I'm coming from is like, well, biologically, You're a woman. And if you go through the, you know, I don't want to say treatment, but if you go through the procedures to make yourself a man, then you're a man.
1: But can't you be a man if you are sexually a woman?
0: And. I'm only talking sexually. I'm strictly talking like, yes, 100%.
1: Right. But so like, so you have, so say, that's not say me, say (laughs) somebody else. A person. Say will hackney. <laughs> um, this has probably also been said. Um, say somebody that we know has like has a dick, right? And yeah. they're like, oh, but I identify as a woman. Are you still like, cool, you're a woman? Or is that the No,
0: you're a you're a guy. Ooh. But again, like that's but, that's where I get hung up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so I enlighten didn't me. even mean, I'm not gonna enlighten you. I didn't mean for that even reaction. That like yeah. <laughs> um but that's like, if you think about HB2, mm-hmm. like that's what HB2 is. It's like, no, you're a man, you have a dick.
0: And that's where I draw the line between gender and sex. So your gender, if you have a dick and you're a woman, that's your gender. Yes. Your sex is a male.
1: Y- y- I mean, biologically, yes. That's, that, like that's what's on your ID card. Right. You know? Right.
0: And um, that's just where I, again, that's just where I get like.
1: Yeah. And there's, I just don't under, like the. It's like, what are the reasons for that? What are the reasons for the importance of biology? Uh, biology is reproduction because no, oh, so not... I can make more money than you. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> no, seriously. Like, what, what, what does it matter? What's on my ID card?
1: Yeah, what does it matter? What's between your legs? Like, what does it matter? Who fucks who? What does right. it matter? Like, it, it doesn't. But it is capitalism. Like, right. that's that's why this stuff matters
0: when it comes to inter- human interaction and reproduction is the only. That's the only point where it matters. Where it truly matters. Where it
1: quote-unquote matters, right? But then it's also like, it doesn't, there's no reason to put a law on that. There's Mm -hmm. no reason to put anything on that. If someone wants to try to reproduce with two fucking cunts, that's great. You keep trying. You know what I mean? Good luck, but go for it. Go for it. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) why not? Maybe one day it'll happen. There's so many people that believe in, like, baby Jesus. Like, why can't I believe in that,
0: you know? Right, right. (laughs) no it's 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 true it's it is i mean it's a little meta no no listen when you think of something as ridiculous as you know i don't know how you feel but as ridiculous as catholicism yeah uh, yeah well yeah religion in general as far as i'm concerned why wouldn't you believe that two women could maybe so maybe there's a miracle
1: yeah maybe there is maybe it just hasn't been tried the right way exactly
0: (laughs) exactly I think,
1: too, also, like, like I don't even not like religion. I'm just like, the the only thing that sucks about this world that we live in is that people think they know the answer. Right. Right? And it's like, no, religion, we make laws based off of religion. We make laws based of what we believe is sex and not sex and, like, da-da-da-da. And it's like, if, like, science is a religion. Science is all theories, you know? Sure. Like,
0: <clears throat> no, I saw, I saw a great quote uh, recently. It was like, um, I forget what the exact quote is, but... There are 3,000 gods that aren't Jesus or, yeah. that, or that came before Jesus, Yeah, you know, but, but yours is right. <laughs> like the 3,000 others are wrong. Yeah. But that's, that's
1: also just basic fucking like mm-hmm. uh, common sense. Like there's nothing that I believe that I'm like one, somebody hasn't thought of before right. or two that I think is just right. Right. Besides that, like, well, no, you know. I recently I was like, you know, destruction and pain are actually progressive forms of resistance. Sure. Like before I was like, not recently, that was a couple of years ago, but I was like, no, nah, you know, like passive passive resistance, cool. And then like a couple of years ago I was just like, no, nah, you know, some sh- people have to have to be hurt. Fuck shit up. Some things have to break. Right. Yeah.
0: Because you know, and, and again that, that goes to the place of privilege. I mean, who, you know, right now, you know, people protesting Trump, who are the people that are saying, that are talking the most shit? Yeah. Are the people that have nothing to complain about? Straight, white, middle class men. Yeah. Or upper upper middle class men. So like, yeah, of course you don't have anything to complain about. Like, you're good, dude. So I don't expect you to, And and and, and the only reason, like I said, we went down to Charlotte and we fucking marched and I plan on protesting and doing whatever i can and for as long as i have to and the only reason is because of my wife because of the kids that we're gonna have someday maybe one of them is gonna be a girl and some crusty old white fuck in washington is gonna tell my daughter what she can and can't do with her body because of our black friends you know because that like uh, you know not to sound self-righteous or anything but like i have no reason to march i'm a I'm a middle-class... You're
1: benefiting from this society a as is.
0: Middle-class white yeah. dude. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> you know,
1: like... Yeah. That's legit. Yeah, so it's like... When you realize that without having guilt around it, when you realize that and you're like... Okay, as somebody who... For me, when I realize I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm like, I'm a business owner. Right? <laughs> and uh, I, like, I don't know. I grew up in a cul-de-sac and I'm white as fuck. And, like, I'm also, like, southern... Like, genderqueer, but... But people, that doesn't really threaten a lot of people right. because of my, like, extroversion or whatever. So all of that stuff, or my femininity, I don't know. But all this stuff, I'm like, I have all this privilege, and I don't feel guilty about it. Right. But I feel bad that the world is the way it is. You know what I mean? Totally. And you're like, yeah, I don't have to do this, but I but I have to because of my, like, belief system. You know? And
0: at the same time, it's like, I, you feel like I feel at least, and you know, because of that platform that I have to do something.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck yeah!
0: Like I'm a straight white dude. People yeah. are gonna listen to me. Yeah. So what? What can I do? You know? I'm- yeah.
1: The cop's gonna look at you and be like, "Hey man, get out of the way." You know? Hey man, I gotta say, dude, I've been driven home. I haven't said this to a lot of people, <laughs> but here we are on a microphone, so I thought I'd go ahead and do it. And save for
0: posterity. This is
1: great. <laughs> um, but like, I've been driven. Ho- I've been drunk driving. I'm sober now, the world. <laughs> yeah. But I've been drunk driving. You know, my whole life. And I've been driven home by a cop. And I've been like, this dude was like, yo, what's up? You look a little drunk. And I was like, I'm all right. And then he was like, I'm going to get my friend here to park your car. And then you're going to walk back to the bar and sober up. And like, yeah, that was a quote unquote cool cop. But that's that's fucking white privilege right there. Yeah. Like oh. It was just,
0: shit. Oh, yeah. I, I, look, I have a, a, <gasps> go, a guy who grew up in my hometown who was once smashing a vehicle with, with a shut up with an apparatus <laughs> Cop pulls up, says, What's going on? The guy says to the cop, He found out his girlfriend was banging a black guy. He said it in much more aggressive terms that I won't repeat. Good. And the cop said, All right, kid, get home before you get yourself in trouble.
1: Oh, my fucking guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I mean, nice. yeah. So, so yeah. No, I mean, but, but, but you can recognize that. Yeah. You know, and, and again, much like before, like the, we were talking about kind of the, the balancing act that you have to walk between, you know, clearing the path for the unheard versus elevating the unheard. Right. Yeah. It's the same way as like, when do you become someone who is? I don't. You know, I don't want to say the term like self-hating, but like, you know, what is recognizing versus you know self-righteousness. I
1: think yeah. I- I don't know, you know, right. <laughs> and Neither I think, I. yeah, I mean, I would ask, have you ever, I
2: so mm,
1: I would ask that question, um, and to a bunch of people who identify as anarchists or identify as, um, people who believe in tearing down a current system, like, and identify it as people who like collectivity, who want and desire and can only operate or desire to only operate in collectivity. Right. Right. Like, does that mean that you, like, is that an anonymity thing? Like, are you, like, not trying to have identities, and or are we not trying, you know, because I'm part of that crew, and it's just, like, that's the confusing part. Like, where do you value yourself, and where do you... It's not even confusing. It's just a constant conversation, I think, because you... You have to check your privilege all the time in our society, you know, every single fucking day. And then and you just have to, like, listen to people. Like you said, you're like, just listen to people. And it's true, man. If somebody like. It's so complicated, but I've I've been like berated by uh, by people of color. I've been berated by other people. And at times it is like, most of the time important to listen, you know? And then there are other times when, like, there is a self-respect and a respect thing that, like, is more of a conversation. And it's just, it's always going to be fiery. There's never an answer, I don't think. Like, I yelled, this is not cool, but I yelled at, like, someone who identified as a refugee at this (laughs) airport protest, and it was fucked up, and I shouldn't have done that, you know? And at the same time, like, my, like, lizard brain, this person was just on my nuts, (laughs) you know, about cops being, like... Part of the solution. And, and I have a pretty pretty firm anti police um, stance. And that was hard for me, especially after I've been out there for five hours and I like flipped my right. shit. And I was just like, get out of my fucking. I was so rude. <laughs> and, and there was a survival thing that's like, yeah, you gotta do that. You gotta protect yourself. Right. And then, like, because we all can't be like, namaste. I'm going to like step out for a second, right. and step back in.
0: Yeah. No, you're in it.
1: Yeah. You're, when you're in it. You're in it. You're in it. So you can't be like altruistic. Right. And you like, that's the thing that I think a lot of people in movements, like, don't you ever feel like that? You're like, I just got to be good, man. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I just got to be good. And, and, and fuck that self policing, you know? Well, that's,
0: I think a lot of that comes with like the <coughs> hyper, hyper contextualizing. Yeah. You know, uh, like, I'm a, a cis male, third generation Italian American refugee sympathizer, uh, gender straight conformist. There are some other words, probably too. <laughs> yeah, like nah, dude. Like I'm a white dude who's pissed off with how things are happening. Yeah, like that's it. You yeah. know. What's but up? but There's again, a- right? But again, like you don't want to. Right? But you don't want to piss off who's who's next to you. You know, because they might mm-hmm. be everything I just said except the last thing. And that last thing might be different. Like Uh I'm gender straight and they're gender queer.
1: So do you find sometimes by being a white dude? Oh, Lord, I want to talk about this forever (laughs) because I've always been like a white male sympathizer Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, with a lot of my like friends who are white men that are like, I think I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. (laughs) And I'm like, and fuck you. But I totally want to know what you mean. Yeah. Um, But do you find that it's hard to even like identify? Like, are you like no? Okay, you're I'm just like
0: straight. This what's up? I love pussy. <laughs> I love tits. I'm, I'm a straight white guy. Lord, you know, yeah, cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Well, no, I mean that's like you know that's
1: very yeah that's your identity.
0: I've never I've never questioned it. I've never questioned my sexuality. Yeah. Um, and again. I think that comes with that comes and what a lot of people don't recognize not to say that I'm some sort of enlightened individual, but a lot of people don't recognize the privilege that's come with that
1: to I, be sure of your identity I've never
0: questioned my identity I've yeah. never questioned my sexuality I've never you know of course when I was like fucking thirteen or fourteen, I was like, maybe I'm into dudes for <laughs> fucking thirteen seconds and I was like nah you know, it, but uh, it was never a real it's Jersey thing. man. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> nah, I can't fuck. <laughs> uh, but no. So so you know, and 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 I have. Who's calling? It? It's probably my dad. My dad and Emily are the only two people that call Aww. me. <laughs> um But no. But I. I no. So I've always been very self assured in that. You know, there's no. There's no doubting that. And but I've had the wherewithal to say like. Well, that's like I'm a lucky guy. Yeah, you know I've much like being a white upper middle class guy. Like, yeah, I'm a, you
1: if you're if you're queer, you question, right? Because you grow up in a place that says that's not cool, right? You know, like you're like, oh, am, am I? I don't know. I just thought my babysitter was cute yeah. or nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, like and there, you know, the only it's funny the only time I've ever questioned anything was and and I know this is <laughs> this is gonna sound braggadocious, but it's not. Is because I was having a lot of sex in college, yeah, with a lot of different girls. I heard, and <laughs> it's on the walls, man. right, right, totally. I yeah, but I I thought for a minute like, is that me like rebelling against my? And it was like when I was having my like you know early twenties like philosophical dilemma, you know? Oh I mean? yeah, like, is this me just rebelling against who I really am? I'm like, just trying to like bang as many chicks as possible because I'm so, you know, and that was the closest I've ever come. Uh huh. But no, I mean, you know, and, and uh, uh, I've never wondered like.
1: Um, oh, this I, is so deep. I love this.
0: No, I've never <laughs> yeah. wondered what it's like to be. No, 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 I'm not going there. I've never, want, like your friend said, like, I think I'm just a lesbian in a man's body. Like I've <laughs> never, I've never put myself in other people's shoes. I've just always tried to be sympathetic. Right. You know, well,
1: like, that's all you can kind of do. I mean, yeah, that's that makes sense cuz I don't I don't know.
0: What what do I know? The best you know, like a, a good friend of mine was a, uh, a relocated refugee from uh the Sudan. Mm. And in college, I was like, you know, what how the fuck I can't relate to this dude in the slightest. So I'm just going to listen to him like, tell me your story. Do you find that music is helpful for you in relating with people?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, a, it's the sixth sense. It really is. Yeah. I mean, my, my, the band that I play with is generally a bunch of cis white straight men. Right. Like, it's,
0: it's wild. Yeah. And, and you can communicate with them. And,
1: and it's actually helped me break down my, like, fuck you, you're a cis man thing that I had
0: since I was, like, a fucking teen. When which you is were, totally true. Wh- and, and that's totally... So when you were... <clears throat> Sounds good. Yeah. When you were coming into this maturity gender maturity, I guess, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, were you like, were you angry? Like, were you like fuck straight white dudes when or I dudes in general or, or when women? I was
1: like capitalism sex, that's yeah. when I was like, fuck straight white right. dudes. <laughs> that's like, that's kind of a given. And you know, I went and I was like, fuck punk dudes. And I was just like, fuck, fuck everybody except for really cute queer people. And we're all going to hang out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but like, yeah, it took me a minute and then I was and then I started hanging out with mostly like fairly like, I don't know if militant's the right word, but like pretty ardent, like f- queer, like poly, like just people with lots of really intense anti-establishment beliefs. And, and that was like 10 years ago. And that's when it solidified. And I was like, nah, you know,
0: because yeah. <laughs> in a way, that's just as that's just as exclusive as
1: it is exclusive and it's a straight hard white Republican guy. Like. It's hard not to, to swing that way though. And like utter rebellion, right. you know, and that's, and I think there's a place for that because I think there's a good, I think you can be like, you know what? It's okay to be pissed, mm-hmm. you know? And it's okay to be pissed at people who, who their job is to recognize their privilege right. and they don't. Right. And just to be mad and not be like, I, it's not my work to do
0: for you. Right.
1: You know, it's your work, but I'm not that guy that stays pissed. And so I was just, so I just,
0: I just talk to people. like, But not like, not to play like the, you know, why don't we have white history month kind of guy. But like, I used to have that feeling all the time. Like when I would meet, you know, like militant lesbians.
1: Uh-huh. Who. Where are they?
0: Did not like me. You know, uh-huh. they're, in, they're in Jersey city for sure. Cool. Uh, you know, and, and I'd be like, well, wait a minute. Like, you don't know a thing about me, like you're, and and to be honest, like that was one of the only times in my life that I felt like a like a marginalized person. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know me, you marginalized by militant lesbians, right? Oh. But like I'm I'm on your side, like I'm all you know, and 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 or 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 you know militant minorities, like because I'm a white dude, and mm-hmm. and I I get it, like I I get I fucking well I, I shouldn't say I get it, but I could see where you're coming from. But at the same time, like, hear me out for a second. Like,
1: conversations are the way to go for sure. I agree with you, and I'm also like, man, we would not be where we are, which is still completely fucked up, <laughs> without the Black Power movement, right? Which was very like, like, a lot of it was anti-white. You know, a lot of it was like, totally. Fuck this shit. Let's like annex ourselves. Let's go back to Africa. The Back to Africa movement. You mm-hmm. know, and like that. And it was militant and, and exclusionary and it was important as fuck. So, oh. I, like, I totally hear you and I am I think being at the airport in this last protest where there's, like, 1,500 people and I was hanging out with, like, some people that were uh, pretty much, like, you know, n- no peace. <laughs> um, but, like, this person beside me, I was like, let's go inside the airport, you know? Not to, like out myself but whatever <laughs> you know I, I just was with i was like let's let's do we, let's do what they did in san francisco i was right. just excited about it right. you know um and then this person beside me was like why like i actually just want to know you know she was like right she was like somebody who like was wearing a pink pussy hat or whatever like and was like was like pretty liberal which is not how i identify sure. and i don't think there's a problem with that but i was just like that's not we're on different pages politically right. 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 And she was like, why go inside? And then she was like, actually, I just really want to know, like, what does that accomplish? And we had this conversation and I I felt this moment in my heart where I was like, fuck your pink pussy hat and just like, yeah, break the wall. But like we had like a conversation in literally three minutes that was like, cool. Well, this is why I think, yeah, like organized, organized, like resistance that doesn't stand in the permitted place that we are permitted to organize is important, right? You know, and yep. she was like, oh, she's like, I don't want to hurt these nice policemen. I was like, I don't want to hurt them either. Nobody wants to and hurt anybody. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah.
1: I'm going to eat all these peppers. Do it.
0: So. Uh, okay. So let's go back to Lomelands, which we talked about. Uh, we're 55 minutes into this conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> we talked about that, I think, at minute one. <laughs> so all right. So how does. Okay. So all this stuff we just talked about, how does that tie in to oh. the music you make? Man. Or does uh, it? Does it not? Does it? No, it
1: completely does. It's one of the only reasons I want to play out in the way that I'm like signing up to play out like on stages in front of a lot of people and like trying to tour and stuff like I, I, that's also fun as shit. But like I wouldn't do that unless I thought it was important for somebody who is as gender queer as I am to like talk to other people and like find community outside of Durham, you know? Yeah. And be like, yo, because I remember seeing fucking Annie Lennox or like, I remember seeing David Bowie. I remember seeing all these people and just being, not that that's Lone Lands, but I remember seeing people on stage and just being like, cool, like, I don't see myself doing these things. I see a bunch of straight white men doing these things. And then I was like, ah, these other people doing these things. And and it felt really like there were people out there. Music did that for me. I'm sure it did it for you. too. You're like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Like, these people are are weird, weirder than Jersey. Or well, like it weirder was, than
0: yeah, and it was, for me, it was, like, you know, guys like Jay Maskus and Dinosaur fuck Jr. Fuck yeah, I was me like, too, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, like this guy can do this professionally, you know? It's my oh. dad again. Do you to talk to your dad? Oh, wait, no, he was calling from New York City. Um, right, so that, like, that, so for me, it was indie rock. Yeah. And, like, opened my eyes, because before that, it was, like, you were either a rock star or you were doing covers on the Jersey shore. Yeah. And there was no in between.
1: Yeah. For me, it was like coffee shops outside of UNC campus right. or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So,
0: and it was like, Oh, wait a minute. You could do this. It's accessible. It's a, it's a living. It's, you know, and yeah. And it's accessible and you can go and you could talk to Robert Pollard from God above voices after the show. Yeah. Like it's not, I don't even know who he's some dude. He's a guy. Yeah. He's a guy doing his job.
1: So that's important for me to be able to be in the indie, because Lomelands, I'm in another band that's like a little louder, a little queer, a little like more insane uh, musically. But what's it called? It's called Bad Friends. Okay. A little more like aggressive and and loud and just like and fuck you. And it feels really good. Yeah. But Lomelands is like pretty accessible in terms of indie rock. Right. Thing, you know, and part of that, one of my favorite things about that is being queer as fuck. And this video we're about to release is like queens and like you know just like close-ups of of fags and like you know genderqueer people with like leather and it's just that is my community and it is a big community and I think that people I think there's a whole accessibility like group of people that are accessible I guess like that person in in the airport you know that like there are a whole group of people that just haven't been confronted that this weirdness is actually normal. Right. Like shit's done in their bedrooms that's weird, you know, or whatever. But like they don't wear their slave collar out in public or whatever. (laughs) But like, but like a lot of queer folks do and it gets normalized and it's actually cool. Like it's actually not weird.
0: Well, like John, (laughs) John Waters, for example, like, oh, he's this, you know, he makes these crazy movies with these crazy. Well, No he's making movies with people he hangs out with. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like that's just yeah. his lie, you know? Like, sure, if you're some guy that wants to co-opt, you know, whatever, but exactly. Like, if you're making, again, like, it goes back to the gender thing. and Like, why why does it have to be a label thing? Why can't it just, you know? Well, it, we're not a queer band. We're just a bunch of queer people that hang yeah, out like, together. Yeah, like an
1: all-woman <laughs> band. Like, that's it. That, if someone says that again, I'm going to...
0: Well, when we every single write-up we ever got was, like, female singer, Katherine Herrick. Mm-mm. It was like, well, why the fuck do you have to point out? First of all, why do you have to point out that she's a female if her name is Katherine? The- you know, like, why do you need to write female singer or, like, girl lead? Second of all, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know?
1: Who cares? She's a
0: singer. She's, you know, she's, you know, one-sixth of this band.
1: Well, in the same like, Tick, like, Lonelands is mostly, besides me and Collier, who are both, like, gender queer people, right. and uh, Collier's, like, half new to the band, but, like, because I was like, yo, you added a musical element and, like, your queerness is important. All of these things are really important. But, like, it's a bunch of cis white men. Right. Like, that's my band, you know? <laughs> and in the same vein of, like, people being, like, introduced to queerness, I think it's important for queer folk to be introduced to cis whiteness and maleness in this way that, like, like I've gotten asked, I wish I could finish that sentence articulately. <laughs> I can't, but I've gotten asked so many times, like why my band is all cis white men, and and that's a good thing to think about for me. I'm like, that's true. Like, why is that? And the answer for me is because that's who I play music with. That's who I've been playing music right. with. I want to create space for more queer people to play music with, or people of color for sure. I need to do that. That's not getting out of that one. Right. But the reason that it is right now is because these dudes are fucking sick right. like Nick Sanborn mm-hmm. sick bass player super sweet dude loves to talk about gender loves to talk about shit people are going through right. like I had the best conversations with that guy like Will Hackney talks about communes all the time you know like very interested in conversations right
0: like, well it's it's what you know the first thing I thought of when you said that was you know why don't queer people talk about cis white guys because probably, and again, obviously knowing nothing, but the first thing that popped in my mind was probably because since they got to college, they've only been hanging out with other, or not only, yeah, but
1: I mean that's that, legit, and
0: that's the and that's you know, and not only, but think of it like a funnel. You know, you you get to college and it's the funnel, and you know things funnel down, and eventually you're in your early thirties, and you we could because we always tend to surround ourselves inherently with people who share our same interests, you know? So, of course, uh, you know, hyper-militant, gender queer, or not even, just anybody, is going to be surrounded by, to an extent, by, you know, other people like them. Yeah. So they're not going to know what, what my life is like. Yeah, uh, you and, know. and
1: it's the anti. Like, you know how anti-parent you are when right. you're a kid? Right. You're like, and fuck you, parent. Right. You know, then you get older and you, like, have some... And it's not that... that that being anti is juvenile. I don't think that's not what I'm trying to say. No, no, I understand. but it's a good place for you to 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 grow. It's like the idea of women's colleges or like the idea of like of like disassociating from the mainstream so that you can like meet other people like you in your struggle, you know, come up with a come up with like some kind of strategy like even at protests when they crawl like a like a Muslim group meeting, you know, and then that's awesome because they do that. They go meet. Muslim folk meet, and right. then you're like, what have you guys agreed upon as a message without, like, all of our fucking voices in the <laughs> middle of it? You know? Right. Let us know what y'all want to do, yeah. you know? I got your back! Yeah, totally, which is your job. Just let me know! It's your, Yeah, and that's your fucking job, and so that's, like, when you find, like, cis white men that have your back, right. they're out there as fuck, you know? Um, and my whole band is that Martin Anderson dude, like, explained gender queerness to him, and in a way that he knew parts of it, or whatever, but, like, and our whole press release like just said they use they as a pronoun and when it didn't happen with like Brooklyn vegan or like whoever else he like wrote them and was like before i talked to him he was like listen that's the wrong pronoun and it's just like totally got my back dude like even if you just are grasping this thing you know it's yeah. sick dude yeah. and like people listen to him, like yeah. also a white man has a voice right you know Manager of Sylvanessle has a voice. Martin Anderson, brilliant dude, has a voice. Like right. it's like, and now he's like, that's why I have those conversations with these guys because they want to listen, right. and then they speak up, and then they talk to some promo human that's like, I haven't thought about that before, and but, then it but becomes then some, more mainstream. But, but which does is some cool. gender
0: queer person come at you and be like, well, why do you need Martin to speak for you?
1: Um, probably. And you
0: you just gave them the answer by what you just said because yeah. they have the platform. But is that something that you have to?
1: You know, yes. Yeah, I mean. I think well, why do you
0: why do you need Martin to speak for you? I think
1: we're all always and I appreciate that person. Let's just be real because right. it's like yeah, question me, question totally. the things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe you're right in some points where I could just like there's sometimes I'm too agreeable. Right. You know, I'm like let's all get along and like have conversations, and then some people are like, "Fuck that guy, I'm gonna go straight <laughs> to this guy." I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of as long as everyone's talking right that's the only thing and i think i'm not exclusionary you know i'm not that guy right um but i think that is valid also i'll yeah. just say that in its own way cool. yeah all right rock and roll
0: let's do the seven seemingly random questions okay because this we're at over an hour we're killing
1: it we're
0: killing it but i yeah um i've read that podcast over an hour uh i'm just kidding
1: yeah i believe you no. i'm I'd be tired of us Uh, by now.
0: No, I've done no research. (laughs) Um, All right. The seven seemingly random questions. Favorite 80s movie?
1: Oh, okay. First one that came into my mind was Footloose.
0: Okay. Um, Is
1: Sandlot an 80s movie?
0: No. Early 90s, but we watched that recently. Fucking good. Fucking great. Uh, Benny the Jet. Um, Footloose because... (laughs) Probably because it's happening in real life now, right? We're not gonna be allowed to dance soon and shit. (laughs)
1: Totally, dude. All
0: right, um, who would if you could punch anyone in the face, and you can't say Donald Trump, and you can't say Mike Pence, okay, and you can't say Paul Ryan, okay, because we obviously that's that's a given. uh, Who would who would you punch in the face?
1: Oh man, God, so many people, dude. Oh my God, line them up. Uh, (laughs) Besides my dad. I saw, did you see the. the Wait, your
0: dad, you don't. Are you cool with your dad?
1: Fuck that guy. No, he's dead. But also, fuck fuck him.
0: He's physically dead or he's dead to you?
1: Both, actually. Yeah, it's actually, that's, which is awesome that that can happen and coincide. Uh, But I can't punch him because he's dead.
0: Wait, hold on. I gotta, I gotta explore that unless you don't want to.
1: We could try it.
0: Is it? What? Why? Is it?
1: Just bastard. Just really? bastard dad. Yeah, lots of reasons. From from the get go. Okay. Yeah, you know, daddy issues. You talk it, about someone that has daddy issues. That's yeah. this guy right this here. This is
0: listen. We I wish we broached this in the it, fifty minutes ago, Kinda but glad we didn't. No, no, totally, totally. <laughs> but let me ask you this: Is it what? Uh, how much of? You, what of your? Let me ask you this: What definable characteristic of you? do you think is a direct if you could name one definable characteristic of who you are be it your activism or your anger i'm not saying you have anger cuz I, I, do. I don't know you that well yeah. or your compassion what which one this is not one of the seven random questions yeah <laughs> this is the eighth one cool is because <laughs> is question. because of your relationship with your dad
1: i'm probably gay because of, i'm just kidding <laughs>
0: Well, it's a choice. I mean, we all know it's a choice. Oh, my God. i <laughs> getting loopy
1: in here. Uh, well, I want to be open about that, and I'm not sure that I have an answer. You don't but have to. I would, but I just like to try. Um, I think um, the way that I have lived my life has a lot to do with how I dealt with my daddy issues. Right. Um, and I think that... Um, I'm more confident now as a human being because I've realized what it's like to love somebody terrible
2: mm-hmm.
1: to, to mourn them um, to have compassion for them. And then to end up at a place which might be the final resting place. I am not sure, but as of complete anger and disdain mm-hmm. and, and I'm constantly told like, let go of your anger, you know? And I actually find that anger super useful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> I
0: don't know. Like Fuck that. So, yeah. People, people, my mother died. People tell me all the time, like you need you need to stop mourning your mother. I'm like no. Oh yeah. There's so much goodness that comes from mourning my mother.
1: Oh yeah. Constant you know? state of mourning. Also okay. I believe that. Yeah. That's when she died.
0: Uh, We're getting deep. Five years ago. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's still affecting. Like my dad died when I was 18, and uh, you know I was like glad for it, but it there was a lot that went through that, and it was it's been really hard to say that, and right. now I'm just like. I can literally say, yeah, he's dead. Fuck him. Right. You How know, he and die? that feels so empowering. Right. You know? How did he die? Uh, he killed himself. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> no. keep, let's keep going. <laughs> it, it, but, you know, it, it, I don't know why that's such a, a, a taboo subject. Yeah. You know, like everybody dies. You know, when I tell people my mother died, they're like, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, well, maybe uh, I mean, you like, have
1: the thing in yourself where that's like wants to be completely open and your extroversion allows you to do that. That's me too. I'm like, yo, what's up? You want to talk? I've been yeah. told I'm way too intense for no, a lot of people. fuck
0: that, man. Yeah. Like, I got a dead mother. You got a dead father. Like, yep. Emily's got a dead mother. Like, the thing about, and again, I, th- I feel like this is the kind of subtle, you know, thread throughout this whole conversation is is conversation fixes everything.
1: Well, a lot more interesting shit comes out of your life if you have
0: it. You talk to anybody, they've lost somebody. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's not their mother or their father, but it's somebody. Isn't that
1: like every like Harry Potter movie or whatever too? Like there's like we're all connected
0: because we're all human. Like, you know, but it's true. Yeah, we're you know, exactly. And 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 you know, especially when you get to I feel like once you get to our age, once you start, you know, getting into your thirties. That's when the people you grew up with started dying. I mean, for me, yeah. I don't know about you, but yeah. I have a weird situation where I lost a lot of friends very early. Yeah. A lot of friends. Sorry, yeah. And, you know, so I kind of learned how to deal with it. And then, you know, when it kind of happened with my mom, it was, she was, had been sick for a long time, so it, was, it wasn't the shock of like, hey, phone call, your dad's dead. Yeah. It was more like, we knew it was coming. But at the same time, I've always made it a point to not, to press it, to talk about it, to talk to, to people about, not necessarily talk about her dying, but to talk about my mother. Yeah. Like, let me tell you a story, you know? And people get kind of freaked out by that, I, you know? Uh, Is that
1: in the South or, like, all over uh, the No, place? all okay. over.
0: You know, I'm like, let me tell you a story about my mom. And you can see it on their face. Like, okay. You know, like, well, she's, she's she's dead but she's not gone like she's still
1: yeah in her and that's a way to grieve you have to you have to talk about people i hope people talk about you when you're dead i hope people talk about me when i'm dead right, right.
0: <laughs> otherwise that's when you're truly dead um anyway
1: so uh, other than my dad um i did you see that thing about richard spencer getting punched by that kid like that, oh my, that looks so fun. So good. That looks so fun. So I would like to have like been right around the other side of Richard Spencer. When his he head went it. one way, yeah, just
0: you would have rocked it back the other way.
1: <laughs> to pop it back. Yeah, that I, kid's my
0: hero. My wife is a Jew. As I like to say, my wife the Jew is a hashtag I have. Hashtag. <laughs> um, I do Jewish, or no, I make her do Jewish shit, like holding menorahs, and we hashtag my wife the Jew. <laughs> um, so as someone who's married to a Jewish person, I would fucking love to beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, dude. I would tear that guy limb from limb. Okay. um, If you could be someone else for a year, one whole year, who would you be?
1: Man, I'm really kind of going with like uh, first thoughts on these. Is that cool? That's
0: exactly what?
1: You know, okay. Because for some reason, I don't know if I'm going to go with this, but I ha- now I can't stop thinking about it. Um, It was like the... um. It was, I don't know why she was so cool to me when I was a kid, but it was the cartoon character in Little Mermaid, Ursula. Yes. I don't remember. She was just so. She was a badass. She was a badass, dude. She like owned that ocean. She was the badass. She was the OG badass. And she was like, fuck you, Ariel. You're too dainty, which is totally true. Yeah. I just really appreciated her. Yeah, she was like my matriarch.
0: And as an adult, (laughs) I could kind of recognize, like, if you're going to hook up with somebody. Yo. Ursula, yo, as opposed to Ariel, Ariel would be like, "Those are the jeans you're wearing, like, <laughs> really?"
1: Or she'd be like, "Yo, uh, I don't know, am I cute enough for you?" But like... I
0: bought you this blue shirt. Don't you want to wear the blue shirt that I bought Do you? I talking, to... yeah. Fucking come on, dude. And Ursula's like, "Let's party."
1: Yo, Ursula wants the bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, next question: Honey on biscuits? Yes or no? As long as there's butter too. As a Southern girl, uh, I'm sorry. That's great. Yeah. As a Southern person, um,
1: definitely. If there's butter.
0: If there's not butter, in, yeah,
1: you gotta have the butter. No butter? No, nah, I'm not into it. Dude. Just dry. Yeah, at that okay. point. But find another fixin', you know.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite biscuit? This is not the seven questions. This is an extension of the last question. Oh my
1: god, you're so good at these.
0: What's the best? <laughs> what's the best biscuit in as a new person in the triangle?
1: Oh yeah, okay. Fuck yeah. I'm so into this. A Bo-
0: a... I'm a Bojangles guy. I like Sunrise.
1: Man, I tried to make a Boberry biscuit the other day. Okay. That shit is not possible.
0: There's I don't know what they
1: do, but it's some kind of powder and some kind of room, <laughs> and it's sick. Uh, I would say fucking Pie Pushers, not because they're right above the pinnock, but their, their brunch on Saturday is dope, and okay. Mike's biscuits, he's been trying those since he lived with me like 12 years ago okay. or whatever. I would just go for that. I mean, Rise has a dope biscuit too. They do. Yeah. They
0: do. We have one over here in Carbro.
1: I'm so glad.
0: Newman, yeah. how's it coming? Okay. All right. All right. This is a big one. Okay, here we go. Bluegrass or blues? Ooh, fuck bluegrass. <laughs> All right, so it's not that big of a big one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, total blues, man, okay. and like and like not like white people blues, like not like your dad's playing uh, blues. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, fuck bluegrass. <laughs> not okay. All right, no, no, no. I'll take my comments off. No, here. fuck bluegrass.
0: I <laughs> Wait, listen. Um, totally.
1: I I will say. <laughs> I have, I have a very strong opinion about that obviously. But I will say don't fuck Appalachian music. Don't fuck old time. Don't fuck like the banjo, but fuck bluegrass. Let
0: me let me rephrase it. Okay. Back in the day. Bluegrass or blues. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about people in 2007. You're
1: talking about dingling or like 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 which is I'm that talking word about that I use for banjo music. So banjo or like electric guitar or right yeah okay
0: Robert Johnson versus you know some Appalachian motherfucker on his porch playing bluegrass
1: okay like Robert Johnson or Leadbelly like that kind of deal yes uh, I can't man that is not possible is that I, possible I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about
0: you know um, the IDMAs <sighs> versus.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, bluegrass, as far as like, I had this whole thing with like, a, I think I am him Phil or whoever, but like, you know, you're in the van for a while, but like, bluegrass being like Earl Scruggs, you know, bluegrass right. being like Three Finger being exactly. like, exactly. yeah, like resonator on your banjo, yes. um, and the same man, there's like this 25 minute bluegrass banjo uh, ensemble shit. It, if you ever want to torture me, okay. if I'm ever in yeah. hell, it's like they play the same lick, just a different banjo and white man that comes up with the microphone fucking sucks. That
0: was, I was bartending at the poorhouse oh during, during the IBM Ace. Wow. And Whoa. It, it was seven bluegrass bands a night. And yeah. I, I appreciate musicianship. Yeah, me too. But full-blown, the same song for six hours. Oh. Yeah.
1: You know, they're both about murder. Right. Like blues, old blues, and old bluegrass, are 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 fucking related. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they're just related to shit.
0: All right. Um, what is the fastest you've ever driven?
1: Uh, I rode on a motorcycle that went 120 once.
0: Was that the video? Uh, no no
1: that was me going like forty okay. five for fifty. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: 120 on a motorcycle.
1: On the back of a motorcycle with some prison guard named Tree. As a
0: as a motorcycle rider, yeah, one twenty is dumb. That's dumb. It's so dumb. I was twenty when you're when you're going fifty on a motorcycle. It feels like one twenty.
1: I know <laughs> this is one of those sportssters too, you know. And yeah. it was like with a homo. Then I was like, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> you know.
0: All right. So in the last of the seven seemingly random questions, what is the and you don't have to answer this. You <laughs> what is the biggest lie you've ever told?
1: Oh, shit.
0: I, unless it's still outstanding, at which point, like, your name is not Kim.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a man. Um, fuck. Biggest is hard. I have told a lot of lies. Um, yeah. I think maybe.
0: What's a big lie?
1: Trying to get here. Yeah. yeah, I think I've I, I think I remember lying when I was trying to hang out at the post office when I was a teenager. Okay. a lot, and I'd be like, they're not even big. It'd just be like, yeah, like I I went to this concert that da da So I just saw someone's patch or something, and be like, I'm really cool. I went to like I uh, I don't gloss concert, which is you know nothing they weren't around then. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I'm really not conscious right. in that way. Like, I say whatever comes to my brain, so I, it's really hard for me to lie. Okay. Uh, that's not a great answer to that one. Mm. But.
0: All right, so let me think of another one really quick. Um, seven seemingly random questions. Uh, um, uh, chunky peanut butter or creamy?
1: <laughs> uh, we'll go with creamy. Okay. yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> We're a chunky family over here. That's, I believe it. <laughs> that's
0: um, all right. Um, well, actually, I do have one more question about your record. Okay. Which is why we're...
1: I'm really stuck on this lie question because I I like, I know I've lied a bunch.
0: Well, we're ostensibly here. Yeah. You didn't lie to Martin when you were like, yeah, man. I, uh, I really
1: like your haircut. Our
0: last record sold uh, <laughs> 1,200 copies. Yeah. Um, On a... What were you listening to? Uh, no, 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 all right. Forget all that. What are you listening to right now? music yeah uh
1: i'm listening to i'm listening to some Kane string do you know that guy no super new really good
0: Kane Um, string
1: i think that's how you say his last name s-t-r-e-n-g yeah um a lot of that dude but a lot of um uh no i can't even remember who the fuck um pause i can't do this what's his name (laughs) Sorry, I'm not pausing. You're not pausing. You're such a butthole. Um, Solange is definitely going on in my radio a lot. Um, A lot of hip hop that's coming out. I just can't. For some reason, I can't remember this one guy's name. Kendrick Lamar. Like that's just like yeah, tons of Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, totally. Um, Watch that. Lots of my friends' stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I get sent stuff from people all the time.
0: Where I'm eating a piece of ice. Yes, you are. What are your favorite bands in the triangle right now? (laughs) Dark. What are your favorite bands in the triangle right now?
1: Yeah, one more time. (laughs) Uh, My favorite band in the entire world is Solar Halos.
0: Oh, cool. They just played like two nights ago, right? Or last week, maybe? Maybe
1: I missed it. I don't ever come to Chapel Hill. (laughs) They Rule, and then Organos is really good to me, like Marie Albani's project. You oh, know yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like old school, used to, like when I used to listen to it, it was so Breeders-esque, which is like my jam.
0: Right. Which but, is kind of the, that's exactly how I describe Seagulls, which is her Yeah. other band, or yeah. new band, or old band. Old I don't
1: know. band now, right? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, super good. Uh, there's a bunch of... There's a band named Slime that fucking rules. Okay. Just like loud, thrashy, queer, sweet, shit.
0: Durham, Durham, cool, mm-hmm. awesome. All right, well, God. that's it. If Kim can think of, we're gonna go eat. Emily is making a m. Yeah. What are you making? Thai coconut seafood, <laughs> Thai coconut seafood stew with uh, cod, shrimp. What else? I don't know what she. It's a word I don't know. Either. That's a word I don't know, and uh, we're gonna go eat it. Uh, if Kim should think of the biggest lie she's ever told, I kind of thought of a good one. Go ahead.
1: Okay, this is real quick. It's maybe it's not that good, but I remember when I bought my house and I was twenty seven and I had no job. And well, I was a bartender, I think, two nights a week, but I was just literally a crust punk that was like operating a DIY space. And these are the time when you can go into like a mortgage human or whatever and be like, or a broker and be like, hey. I make forty thousand dollars as a PR person for this local record label, which is dumb because no one makes any money doing a local record label. Tell me about it. So, <laughs> so I did that, and nobody like,
0: makes any money in, working at a world-renowned independent record label. Believe that, <laughs> Let alone. believe
1: it. Yeah, but I remember getting this like two hundred thousand dollar, like it was like a hundred and sixty thousand dollar loan, <laughs> and I because I got my friend to be like, "Yeah, she works. They work for me back then. She works for me." And like, just because I was a PR agent. And then it's just like, do you even just lie and get money? And that's
0: why the whole thing. That's why the whole world is fucked.
1: But some people benefited from that <laughs> shit. Totally. All
0: right. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. My biggest lie was that I bought a house. Was I? <laughs> I bought a house. Out.
1: Was that I make any money? That's good. <laughs> All
0: right. That. So the record is out now. It's called?
1: Sweet High Rise. And the
0: band is called?
1: Loom Lands.
0: On Trekkie?
1: It's self released. Yeah, we're just we're just spinning through the world. So Middle West that. is our is our management company, and they're killing it.
0: Are you guys touring? Yeah, we're
1: gonna tour around South by. Are you gonna be there? Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, I will be as well.
1: Cool.
0: Um, it's not.
1: It it's, sucks. It's not.
0: Cool. Have you been? You've yes, been.
1: it sucks. And and and
0: Emily's birthday is on March twenty first, and oh. every year since we've met, I've never seen her for her birthday because I've been touring. And this was the first year. What because happened? I, well, I got a job, and they were like, "Great, you're going to be um, our guy at South by.
1: the Eve Rock:
0: Do you have shows?
1: Uh, not at the moment. No, we're chilling.
0: We're just releasing the video. No, at, at South By.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're, they are un- okay, they're unannounced. unannounced currently. Right,
0: well, Loamlands what's the uh, what's the website?
1: www.loamlands.com.
0: Okay. All right, and uh,
1: we'll have um, some shows sometimes,
0: sometime soon. Yeah, and uh, in the in the interim, check out the Pinhook when you're in Durham. It's the best. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. This was the inaugural episode. Really? Yes. <laughs>
1: Fuck, that's a long one. <laughs> well, I didn't want
0: to tell you that before we started because I thought you'd get freaked out of the people on my floor. All right, see you next time. And there it is. We made it. We did it. We got there. We got there together. The first episode of what is hopefully to be a long and fruitful road of historically bad podcasting. Um, But we'll see. You stick with it, and I will too, until I get bored of this shit. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next time. We have Mary Lattimore, The Harpist. From Philadelphia coming in for an interview. Uh, until then, here's a song from Lowlands. Enjoy it. I'll see you soon.
2: Don't blow mountain. Please don't show us mountain that the end is as close as it's ever been. Just pose on that skyline Hiding secrets, biding time Until what's left underneath Balls over again So if you need to talk